At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts. My sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, sports watcher. Don't know the who's who's, and I don't know the what's what. Sucks when you lose the perfect game in the first inning. What's up, y'all? It is sizzling <laughs> up an alpha male off the north. I don't get it. Because you screwed up your intro. So there goes the perfect game. We thought we were going to have a perfect episode. And there it goes out the window. Oh, no. Guys, I live on the west side of Nashville with Baser. And on the weekends, we're putting down the hard seltzers. Over to you guys. I mean, Eddie, you can't be as good as Bumgarner the other night. Seven hitless innings. And he says... I mean, I don't know if it's a no-hitter. I didn't give up any hits tonight. You didn't throw a no-hitter. You didn't throw nine innings. It was only a seven-inning game. Sorry, why, bud. Why did they pull him? No, they didn't. It was a double-header, so it was only seven innings. Oh, no. That's like a hole-in-one on like a, on a practice 60-yard par three that they kind of like Oh, yeah, it's not the real up. distance. Oh, uh, give uh, it to him? Hey, no, you don't give, give it to him. You can't give it to Coach. him. He didn't get 27 oh, outs. Oh, guys, that's two just that's just two innings. You you just Do you know how much yourself. Do you know what happens in two innings? You uh, know what happens. Well, he could have gotten the no-no. He could have gotten the no-no, but that's six more hitters you have to face. So can you say he got a no-hitter with an asterisk? No. Ugh. He pitched seven innings without giving up a hit is what I would say. I would not say he got a no-hitter. Oh. Guys, of all the rules MLB changed, they changed the innings to confuse the hell out of betters with games only being seven innings when it's a doubleheader. I don't like it. Coach, I let it get me twice, and I, Coach, now, got, now I double-check. Hey, this is how – I mean, it, before when I was gambling, Coach, months ago, yeah, it screwed me up too. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me on this over-under? And I bet it – oh, it's only seven innings. There you go. That, that was w- before you quit. That, yeah, that before was way, quit. Yeah. way before you quit. I, I don't understand that either. They're major league baseball players. This isn't little league. I can, I still don't understand the point of the seven-inning 
doubleheader. Play nine innings like big boys. You're getting paid $20 million a year. Let's play nine and then play nine more. How upset would you be if, like, you're playing a nine-inning game and then in, like, ten minutes you got to just, like, go play another whole game? Well, it's not that, Coach. They have a break. Yeah, they have like an hour and a half break. <laughs> no, guys. <laughs> what do you think? They give them five minutes? It was recess? like 30 minutes the last game I saw. Like 30 minutes. The game ended. They go out. The guy throws a little more dirt on the mound. They brush off home plate. They go to commercial break. They come back out. They're warming up They again. all got clean uniforms on. I'll they just this. changed. It's enough time for them to get fans, if they are not there, to out of the stadium and the next batch of people. No, no, in. you don't switch. No, you don't switch. Yeah, you get to say, if you're there for a doubleheader, you get to sit you for both get games. the two for I would always, we'd always go to a weekend series and watch the Colorado Rockies. And if one of the games got canceled because of rain, they'd always do that on a Sunday, a double dip. And I'm telling you, maybe not now with COVID, there's only 10 people there at some stadiums, but they would wait enough time. Everybody had to leave the stadium and then you had to come back in the stadium. So when did you least, go to Rocky games? I went to them all the time. When he was growing up, man, over I there. you were from Michigan. I'm from Wyoming. And then we'd cross over into Colorado and watch the Rockies. Colorado. But we'd hit up a whole week. It was before marijuana was legal, coach. So <laughs> what does that have to do with well, Rocky no, Mountain High? No, because coach was going. Colorado. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what does I that like, mean? I don't understand. Co- Coach, back then it was just Colorado. Right. right. Well, so yeah. It was just regular old Colorado. I love Baumgartner trying to take credit for a no-hitter when he didn't throw a no-hitter. I thought about it. I know you did, but just think about someone that threw nine innings and you come no, up like, how was your no-hitter? Oh, I threw seven innings, no-hit ball. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? I threw nine innings. You you threw seven. You don't. You're not on my same level. Baumgartner, that guy's falling off a cliff. Oh, my God. He's not. <laughs> oh, jeez. He needed that one. I mean, just for his own pat on the back. Uh, but he's older, real. right? Yeah, he's older, but he signed a big deal with the Diamondbacks, yeah, that, and he hasn't done crap. But he he's a stud. Like, he is a oh, – man, I don't know if he's, he's borderline Hall of Fame pitcher. Uh-oh. That was gross when you said that, Coach. <laughs> you didn't like the way that but sounded? What he's or done, I mean, put in bonds. You put in the steroids and bonds over Bumgartner. I don't know. What Bumgartner <laughs> did for the Giants when they won those World Series titles, All championships, right. I, I just – he was so good. Never been finer in the mm-hmm. Bay Area. Oh, I, no Teeth Keith loves him. <laughs> Willie Mays. <laughs> and I t- hey, kid, I called No Teeth Keith the other night, and he said, I said, kid, well, the Niners, the third overall pick – Ever, the rumors are Mac Jones. We need to pick oh, Russ kid, Francis. Let me tell you, I'm so excited about Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, he's going to be a franchise quarterback. I love that he went to Alabama, and the kid just knows how to win, and he's got a strong arm, and I think he's going to be a beautiful 49er. With, with the pick, so uh, he, he the Niners do not select <laughs> Mac Jones. Hey, and he's, he's going to change his story. <laughs> Kid, whoever they picked first was just going to be a great 49er. I'm, I'm going to call him on, on Thursday night, and he's going to be like, Kid, Justin Fields, he's a 49er. I'm so glad that's who I wanted from the get-go. No, no, no. Justin if it's Fields. a quarterback, it's going to be Mac Jones, right? Listen, I don't know what – like, like the like everybody's mock draft. Stop. Again, already, I'm going to say this. Kyle Kuyper's no, no. is good. No, I'm already – Should we just play the old episode? No, no. I just want to say – <laughs> no, no. The stupid mock drafts everyone today and yesterday are all, oh, Chris Sims releases his final mock draft. See it here. Like, stop it. He does, Chris Sims has no damn idea either. We don't have the energy to do this, but we should do a mock draft that obviously our listeners know is like complete crap. 
because we don't know what we're talking about. But put it out, and our listeners will retweet it. We'll retweet it, and it looks legit. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool. But, guys, it's not even close to what they're projecting. I mean, we just ever. start naming names. I mean, we don't even know. I, I don't think we can name. Here's the thing. I don't know if we can name no, on the top of our head Coach, 32 guys Coach, being drafted. I'm damn telling you. I had a free thing, a free entry into a competition for $5,000. I didn't feel like filling out 25 guys' names. I That was that lazy and that not into the NFL draft. That I wouldn't even enter a free pool for five. I mean, 000. I'll watch it because I'm interested to see. I, I am interested to see what kind of smokescreen the 49ers have been shooting up our skirts this whole time. Huh? Because now, <laughs> now Shanahan. Coach, when did you start cross dressing? Now Shanahan <laughs> is talking about. Oh, there's five quarterbacks. What we are they love. blowing up your skirt? They're blowing smoke. <laughs> oh. Up our thong. Listen, <laughs> Shanahan comes out and is like, listen, there are five quarterbacks we love at the number three position. Like what? You can't love all five quarterbacks the same. There's no way you love all five the same. He's like, whatever whatever three are there, we're going to be happy because those first two will be gone, but there are five of them we would select at the third position. Just trying to just make me believe all these different rumors and one person says this, one person says that. I think they are just toying with us. Freaking bringing up bad vibes right now, me and my Tua bet last year when I used to gamble. It was, uh, I had a little inside info, and I was told that he was going to go shockingly over five. He went, like, the most solid number three five. you've ever seen. He went five? Yeah. He did? To the Dolphins. So then it was five and a half, and I bet the over, and it was the under. It was the most solid five I've ever seen in my life. Who is Z Wilson? Zach Zion. Wilson. Who is that? He's the quarterback, BYU. He will be the second overall pick to the New York football Jets. Okay. Anybody else? No, I Eddie, got. Please, I got. Terrible. Please tell me you're not putting a dollar on something. No, well, coach, I mean, he's he's predicted to be the second quarterback to go. Right. First being Trevor Lawrence. Obviously. Third being Justin Fields, and fourth T. Lance. Trey Lance. Who's that? Uh, he went to North Dakota State, where uh, your boy went. <laughs> Who Carson Wentz? Wentz? Oh, Carson. That's what at the local bar. It's him and Wentz sitting down having a long neck. Come on. Guys. And then Mac Jones is fifth. He, he, the odds are he's going fifth, is what they say. Yes. Even with all this smoke and fifth quarterback. I know that's what I'm saying. All yeah. these smoke and mirrors about that them. they're blowing up your skirt. Yeah, <laughs> that the 49ers are taking Mac <laughs> yes. Jones. They're taking Mac Jones. And Trask is six. Yeah, Trask won't be till at least the second or third round. <laughs> Trask ain't even fifth round in the SEC. And, and they I'll have hang up and listen. Mond at seven. Kellen Mond. Does yeah. he even get drafted? Yes, he gets drafted. He's good. Third coach. round. Coach, he had one year good. He'll get That's drafted the only third one round. Need. <laughs> the last one. Question: <laughs> Do they have Sam Ellinger on there? No. Oh, what a jerk! Oh, he said he's no, going to the coach, NFL. Coach, he knew that. What a jerk! He knows no, that. I have no idea what. Yeah, they, stop! No, no, no. I know you. You, no, no, no. you love to hate on the Longhorns. No, no, no. You love to hate on the overhype of Sam Ellinger. No, no, no. I was seeing. I don't know if they have like. Oh, he'll get drafted or he won't get drafted. Because then, as I was always talking to No Teeth Keith, he said, "I love Mac Jones at the third pick, and then in the sixth round." We get Sam Ellinger because if he comes out to He's Santa, thinking to the sixth round. He says if he comes out here to San Francisco with Shanahan and company, he's going to be an elite quarterback. <laughs> Shanahan will teach him how to play quarterback in the NFL, the and homer. he's going to have an illustrious career. Hook him. And 
I just think he's going to be a hell of an NFL quarterback, and what a steal to get Sam Ellinger in the sixth round. Coach, when you talk to him on the phone, we've had him on the show before. Oh, Love gosh. the guy. He's well thought. Everything he says is definitely going to be a sentence that he truly feels and believes he and thinks about. Die hard yes. believes it. So here's my question. When you're on the phone with him, do you clear your schedule? Do you have like an hour cleared out of the day? I mean, there's no way you can just call him on the ride home from car uh, home. Uh, hands-free, of course. Car ride home from work. Nice. nice. 100% Sorry, you have to set aside time to How talk much? to him. An hour? Hour. Hey, at hour. least. At least an at hour. Least an hour. Yeah. At least an hour because he will talk about anything and everything under the sun. We will jump from topic to topic to over here, back to this. Are back. you steering the conversation? Both you, of us. Okay. Like, I'll let him talk, and then I'll just poke at him. Okay, I'll, kid, you take the wheel. Because then he tries to argue <laughs> with me about Sam Ellinger, about what a great college quarterback. He and, is, kid. But, kid, he almost passed all of Colt McCoy's records. I said, Keith, he's not anywhere near as good as Colt McCoy. Stop it. Stop. Yeah. I'm going to hang up and listen, kid. But then he did have to let me go the other day because he was going to feed someone's dog. Kid, I gotta get over there. I gotta, I gotta feed Ben's Ben's dogs. I just gotta go. I, I gotta get to Kyle. Goodbye. I, I work for Uber Dog. <laughs> Can you name one offensive lineman that's gonna get drafted? Uh, Penny Sewell. Not a boy. All right, coach. he'd be the first one. Yeah. I mean, coach, that's you doing a deep dive during one of those college games. Deep. deep when I was dive. about five deep, you were. I the think one he's from Oregon. Hey, who's our Slater? Coach, coach, the family finally made expected it to, the NFL. to go second of the lineman. No idea, coach. Huh? Um, maybe part of the family tree somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I I still feel like just watching your little nephew at the wedding. I feel like he's going to be a ball player. I almost think basketball over football. But coach, the way he was catching the ball and throwing the ball to, to your to your sister is unbelievable. But that's the thing; he's not with great competition. That's what sucks. I wish he could move to a major city. It, the competition's god awful in the UP. Oh, so every year he's with that competition, he's lowering to their level. Oh, coach, he's playing with. A but bunch isn't there a thing where you stand out in your competition and then you yeah, move then to the you next move level? Up. That's uh, like, I would think. But I'm just telling you, they don't play as many games. This baseball doesn't have travel league. There's not as much money invested in it. They don't have good practices. The coaches probably aren't great. I mean, it's all everything. Everything factors into how a kid ends up making it, and it's not shooting basketball when it's eight months of winter of the year in the Michigan. Yeah, well, when he's dominating his basketball league, the teams from the bigger city, they'll see him and say, hey, why don't you come play with us? That's (laughs) That's what I would think. Clint Dempsey, he's from Nacogdoches, Texas. He played USA men's soccer, one of the greatest men's soccer. Well, I know Dempsey. He's got the tattoo of the Texas state. So he would play in Nacogdoches and dominate it. So a traveling team from Dallas – was like, hey, we need you to come play with us. So he would drive from Nacogdoches to Dallas for practice, drive home, and then drive back to Dallas on the weekends for games because he was that good. Probably should have just lived in Dallas. There's a kid that uh, he was he lived in our neighborhood. McAllen. Like two, two, no, 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 right here in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Two years ago, his family, we were friends with his family and everything, and he would play with our kids. Did you guys swing? He was so good at sport, at soccer, that they moved to Dallas to go join that club. Really? So yep. if you're good at soccer, apparently, go move to Dallas, people. No, no, no. He joined, they, he joined the, the Dallas that club. That club, whatever travel league that's down there. So he joined the MLS, like, training program. I guess. I guess. His parents did all the research, and they are like, it's not going to pay off to be here in Nashville. We're going to have to move you to Dallas so you can continue this. What did Pops and Mom do for jobs? Uh, Dad was a lawyer. Mom was a phot- wedding photographer. Do you know their names? Because I would like to see... Wow, quite the friendship, Coach. Five years down the no, road, no, no, I'm thinking of if the kid's he makes name. it. I'm thinking of the kid's name. So was he recruited to go down there, or did... No, they just moved to put to oh. put him in, to put it in him. Okay. 
That's interesting. I mean, you the, saved that story for seven years, coach. No, no, that's interesting. Well, it's weird because, like, I don't know. Like, I thought a maybe, lot of parents that would do that. I mean, you've got to see so much no, potential. If you see the potential in your kid, coach. You're gonna well, do coach, it. But when you're a parent, you, you're blinded by the love of your kid, where you're just True. like you believe in them more than they really are. Like, yeah, and so I thought you meant like FC Dallas said, "Hey, we want you to come join our." program no they just said we have to be there and get you in that program okay coach this isn't messy when he signed a contract at 11 this is america well, no no that that happens we're though. not they're, as advanced as they they're are starting to do that where okay. you get into their training program and they're recruiting at seven well, years what, old what are you saying they uh, recruit box already baby box no no they yes, looking I've at him? No. a phone well, call i mean there's a kid that just signed with alabama when he was in eighth grade alabama offered him a scholarship uh, the football team? Yes. Yeah, but that's like uh, the police department giving them a fake badge. No, and no, being no, like, no. Hey, we'll wait for you to do turn 18. You can join the, the force. It's legally binding, coach. It is it's, legally uh, binding? It's mascara on a toilet. Paper. So he can't play for Clemson. No, he signed with Alabama now. He just signed. And he has to but do it. But he's not in eighth grade anymore. Now he's in a senior in high school. What if his oh. balls drop and he decides to go to Clemson? That's what I'm saying. Well, no, I'm saying in eighth grade, they were already saying, hey, we want you to come play football here. Right, but he doesn't have to. He doesn't have okay, to, okay. no. Okay. Yeah, coach, when I was 12, I told a chick I was going to marry her when I was 22. <laughs> I didn't have to. It wasn't legally binding. <laughs> That's a great example. <laughs> Whatever happened to her? Coach, at, you married 20, her. at 22, I was like, God, no, I'm in the heart of college. Wait, wait, that's before your wife now. Yeah, thank you, coach. Okay. Thank you. Inside wanted, joke, you guys. Put it on T-shirt. Just want to make sure. Yes. And we talked about Cormier going after Jake Paul the other night, right? Yes, and I and, wondered why. Okay, so they had been spatting on Twitter. Spatting? You know, going at spitting it. Spitting on each other, Coach. And Cormier <laughs> goes on ESPN yesterday or the day before, and he's talking about it, and he said, listen, I just know that if he sees me in person, he's not going to talk like that. And then all of a sudden people are telling me, hey, Jake Paul's here, and I look over, and he's smiling at me and waving at me, and I wanted to tell him, you don't play with me. I don't I don't mess around like that. I'm not some internet punk that you can talk trash to that you're going to talk and I'm going to go over and confront him. So I asked producers, hey, during a break, can I go, can I get oh, away from asked. this table? And they said no. And he said, listen, I'm going to take two minutes away from this table. And they finally said okay because they think maybe he has to go to the bathroom. And that's when he said he went over and confronted Jake Paul and he said, I was telling him, listen, boy, I will hurt you. I will hurt you. You don't mess with me. And Jake Paul sat there with his hands in his pocket. And he goes, then once security got there, that's when he started jawing at me. And now he went on ESPN and Cormier says he will fight Jake Paul. Oh, my gosh. You Am I playing him. this whole clip? Yeah, coach? just play it. And we'll right. I made my money as the heavyweight champion of the world. I don't have to chase a payday. This kid wants to fight. Okay, I'll fight him. But it'll be a mixed martial arts competition. If he wants to actually fight with me, fight me in mixed martial arts, and then I'll fight him all the way down to 205. I'm living happy. I'm fat. I'm healthy. I'll go all the way down to 205 to fight this kid in mixed martial arts. If you really, really want to fight me, like seriously fight me, fight me in mixed martial arts, and this is not going to be fun. I'm telling you right now, at 42 years old, bad back and everything, I'm going to torture him, and I'm going to hurt him. I don't want to box him. I don't want to fight in a limited skill set of rules. You want to fight me, and you really want to fight me, fight me in a mixed martial arts competition. I'll go all the way back to 205, and I'm going to smash him, and I'm going to hurt him. And then he can go back to fighting these YouTube kids. But don't think for a second that I would ever chase a payday in boxing because I don't need it. I'm good. 
I made my money as the champion of the world. You want to really fight me? You got an issue with me? Fight me in mixed martial arts. And I'm going to torture you. And I'm going to rip his face apart. <laughs> I'm going to hurt the kid. And I will teach these kids not to continue to do this Dang it. with people like me. Athletes. This is insane. This is Ariel, I will, I will hurt <laughs> I, the kid. Listen, I know when you're serious. And I can right, feel the seriousness from the screen. But he is saying. Well, what's this from? Uh, he was on. He was doing an interview on with Ariel on um, ESPN. Oh, and, dude, who Ariola? No, nah. Ariel, Little Mermaid coach. Tell me, <laughs> how good does that sound? There is no, awesome. Here, here's the thing, Jake but it's Paul. A joke. It's he, a joke. He will never fight him. I know he won't. He Jake won't fight Paul him. would never fight Cormier. No, no chance. Cormier would kill him. Yes. He would, it's he would, not even. He would it, kill him. It's not even a question. I, I mean, it, there's nothing. I mean, Jake Paul's a little. Does these boxing guys that have never really boxed before, or they're crappy, or they're not good? I thought they, they were pro boxers. No, they're not. The one guy was Nate Robinson. Yeah, He's Nate a basketball Robinson. Not, not, not Nate. Oh, Ask, not but Nate. Askren was a professional fighter. The last but, one. But, but look, yeah. tell me that didn't look so set up. And tell me that Askren really trained for that. He looked like he was about 600 pounds. That's a great point. He, he just crawled out from the bridge at Ben White in Congress. He's <laughs> he living did. in a tent. <laughs> Coach, and they're great like, reference they, to Austin. They came and woke him up and said, hey, Ben, Ben, there's a fight today. We're going to pay you $500,000. Oh. Get in the ring. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. I mean, he didn't get, train a he lick didn't train for that. He didn't train a lick. <laughs> but, and and yes, Jake Paul was out trained and props to him on that. But, yeah, the Cormier thing. I mean, it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be one period. It'd be like a minute, probably. But no, I think it would last longer because Cormier would not want to end it. He okay. would sit there and hit him. Okay, hit him, hit him, choke him, let him up, hit him, hit him, hit him. It would be awesome to see, but it will never happen. But Jake I, Paul's not accepting that. There's no, no way. chance. And I, but I love that Cormier is just so pissed off. And listen. I don't play like that. I'm not this internet punk. Like I will beat you and I will hurt you and I will slam you, rip your face off. And I and Jake Paul can say nothing because he won't accept the fight. And I love Cormier, even though he's giving him the attention Jake Paul wants. So Jake Paul really wins too. And, and I uh, I love the premise of the whole thing. Cormier is like these YouTube punks. I, I I just had to go call him out. I'm tired of YouTube thinking that they're better than the the what happens in real life. He's like, like real fighters. Like he just got so mad at YouTube kids. He's like, I just had to go say something to him because they live in this fantasy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, whatever. With he, the kid had like 12 people, 12 of his best buddies, building his ego every day of his life in this house. And YouTube, he blew up on YouTube, and now he picked. Uh, you know, he, he very, pick, yeah, he picks his fights. Yes, the way very carefully. I mean, it's wise, it's smart. But now that he's done three in a row, I think is it is. Let's not say he's actually good. I mean, he trains. I got to give him props. He trains his ass off for these fights, and then and, and then he has won them. But it's like he hasn't boxed legitimate people. But. Here's the thing, though. Where's the line drawn between a professional fighter and, like, you piss me off, I'm going to fight you? Because, like, Cormier, you're a professional fighter, dude. Like, you did this as a career. You have made your statement. You've retired from MMA. You've retired as a mixed martial artist. But you're done. Now this punk, like you said, Ray, a YouTuber, pisses you off, and you're going to come out of retirement for this? That's how mad he that's is. How mad that's how mad he is. That's crazy. He's saying puts, he's putting, he wants respect on his name. But, guys, anyone can be like, hey, McGregor, you suck. I'll fight you right now. And McGregor's going to be like, what? All right, let's go. Let's fight right now. Like, Coach, what? Listen. There, guys, you guys are professional once fighters. Once you see in the next 10 years, once you see the Eddie that's going to replace you on the microphone, that's when you start to get Cormier style. 
coach. Then you get he's this. not scared of, of Paul I'm and John Paul. He, we're now seeing the new generation that is replacing us, coach. And it's, it comes at me sometimes when I'm at the mall and I see these little TikTokers and they have their jeans rolled up. Coach, I'm not ever going to wear my jeans so that they're rolled up like <laughs> high waters. Coach, I get mad at these kids because they're replacing us and they're making a mockery of stuff. They look like clowns. Okay. And that's exactly what Cormier did. Yeah, he's saying Jake Paul's a clown. Like he's putting on these fights, quote unquote, and he thinks some, he's a tough guy. He can talk trash on Twitter. And that's what Cormier says. He's one of those guys that'll talk on Twitter, but when he sees Cormier in real life, there's no way he's really going to step up and talk trash. Right. And he wanted to make sure he knew that, look, I don't just talk on a keyboard. I'll talk right here in your face, and I will break your face. And I would love, I would pay. Two hundred dollars for that pay per view. Well, then we're coming over for tequila night. Yeah, coach, because I'm not paying two hundred dollars. <laughs> Let your house up. But oh, I mean, guys, that, that, tequila that... night's back open. Come on, <laughs> we're doing it for Jake Paul. <laughs> I mean, I would pay two hundred dollars to see Cormier smash the kid. Oh, I'll watch it. I'd for sure throw down with you and come over to your house and do tequila night. But again, he won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it because he knows that he has he knows, no shots. Of course. Why are we screwed out of the most amazing fights of all time? That's, that would be that'd be greatness because it's a a trained legitimate champion in UFC against some kid now that's an up and comer that thinks he's a way better than he what actually is. What celebrity celebrity other than Jake Paul would you like to see get his ass kicked? Well, I mean, I'd like to see another Mayweather if Mayweather no, wanted no, to no. come back. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about a celebrity that annoys the crap out of you that you would love to see get his oh. butt kicked but by, do they have by to a kind fighter. To be boxing in a little bit. No, just, anyone just whooped, just get their ass whooped. Like you, you don't like flow from Progressive. <laughs> yeah, coach. I'm gonna pick a woman. <laughs> okay, put her in the ring with freaking uh, uh, Thug Rose. Thug Rose, that'll take care of it. I mean, we're not discriminating here, anyone. Okay, who gets on my nerves? Okay, T uh, Swift. Uh, uh, T Ta Swift. Taylor Swift. I would love Thug <laughs> Rose to get a hold of her. <laughs> she just gets her ass. Like, what what about like uh, who's the basketball player that you hate? Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie! Yes, get Kyrie in there! Oh my Dude, God! They better be ready to fight Kyrie no. at one twenty. More than more than Kyrie, Dwight Howard. Wow, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard? He is so annoying. You're to not going to get a guy his size to fight him. John uh, Bones Jones okay. would annihilate him. I know. Cormier would annihilate him. Exactly. It's fighter versus non-fighter. Basically, uh, I don't Jake think Paul there's anyone that size in the MMA, huh? Uh, who who else? We're trying to line up this phone call right now, so there may be some. Oh, Eddie, check that Zoom. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we got a special guest coming on. Eddie, do you have anybody you would like to get whooped? I'm thinking, Coach. Ray, come on. I just said. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, oh! good one. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Poor get him dude. whooped. Poor dude. He's probably a really nice guy. No, he's not. There's no way Bryson DeChambeau is a nice guy. There's no chance. <laughs> I wanted to get his ass kicked. <laughs> Oh, that's really All right, funny. screw it. Justin Thomas and Bryson oh! DeChambeau together. Okay, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. Uh -oh, that that's just against who? brother. That's just me because I get uh, Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. I was going to say that, but he seems like a nice dude. What about Patty uh -oh. Mahomes' chick? Oh, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> you want Thug Rose to get a hold of her? Oh, dude, that's hilarious. Jerry. <laughs> Well, he's not oh. he's not there yet, right? <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> uh, Jerry Barlar. Um Lawler coach. Jerry the King, man. Come on. Hey, uh, put some respect on his name. But yeah, guys that actually fight, I, I definitely want to see Mayweather get in there again. I no, I that's that's someone I'd like to see get whooped. But uh, who are you gonna whoop him? Who? I, I don't uh Mayweather. There's nobody really to whoop him. You're right. In boxing? Yeah. Because he's a genius. He All he does is play defense. They're, most, they're the most boring fights ever, but the guy's been 50-0 in our lifetime or whatever. Yes, and he picks his fights because he doesn't want... He, he waits, like, 
like Pacquiao. He waited until Pacquiao was past his prime so he knew there was no chance Pacquiao was going to beat him. Dude, those were the days, De La Hoya and Pacquiao. When are some mm-hmm. up-and-comers going to be legit again? I, I just don't well, think, I think they exist. We just don't know them. I just right? don't think hey, boxing. Jake Paul. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coach, he's the next generation. Jerry. Yes. Oh, yes! the king is here. The king. How's it going, Jerry? Awesome. You guys got my entrance music and everything. I feel right at home. This is great. Thank you. I mean, do we just call you the king? Do you want us to call you Jerry, Mr. Lawler? What do we call you? I mean, this is someone, you know, you are a wrestler that I watched Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy's so awesome. And now I'm talking to you, so I don't know what to call you. You're actually yelling at him. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm used to that. That's been happening my whole career. Um no, King is fine. I mean, that's what everybody in the business calls me. So, uh, I, I, but I'll answer to anything. King. So you've had. <laughs> I, I'm, he's going to call him. King. I, I I am, I'm going to call him King <laughs> the whole time, guys. And he's going to be. I'm going to be very annoying about calling him King. But King, my question for you is: Back when you, I was watching you on TV as a wrestler, you were a troll before there was what we knew what internet trolls were and you were picking fights with people in the crowd did you ever really like did guys really try to go after you or is that all just for me to believe that as a kid that those boyfriends in the crowd wanted to beat you up oh no that anytime that i interacted with the crowd that was all off the cuff that was spontaneous uh and yeah afterwards i had several of them that really that really really wanted to fight uh I'll never forget. Uh, we were in Birmingham, Alabama, and they sent me out to. Uh, they sent me out to just like interview. I, I don't know if they needed to kill some time or whatever, but they sent me out with a with a microphone to just interview some fans that were waiting in line. They had already bought tickets and they were waiting in line to get into the arena. And uh, and I, <laughs> I walked up to this one guy, and he had his little son with him. And uh, there might have been four teeth between the two of them. Oh boy! <laughs> I, I said. To, I said to the guy. I said, we're in Alabama, right? I just want to ask this question. I said, if, if your parents get divorced, are they still brother and sister? And <laughs> the guy stood there and laughed. I mean, he didn't laugh. He just stood there and looked at me for, it took him about 15 seconds for it to sink in of what I just said. And uh, then he got really upset. They had to kind of restrain the guy. <laughs> he, just, he, was, uh, he was hot. So, do they te- did, back in the day? Did they tell you to be that way, or did you just know that that's what made good TV? And so that's what you said. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. Yeah, no, that was that was just me. Uh, that was you know that had been my character. I I had done that since before I I got into the WWE in '93, uh, I think something late '92. But I had been doing I had been you know wrestling down in Memphis in my hometown and my home territory uh, since. Gosh, in the seventies. And so I had already, you know, I had already, uh, that was my character coming, coming into the WWE. I was already the, the, uh, the, I don't know, the mouthy heel that, uh, everybody would dislike. I mean, I, I, I made more, you know, I had, I made more money with my mouth than I ever did with my wrestling ability. Jared King, sorry, this may be a stupid question, but did you ever meet Elvis back in the day? You know what? Here's a funny little story about that. I did not actually get to meet him. I talked to his father, Vernon Presley, one day. I, I was I was driving. Uh, this was in like 1970. Uh, well, whatever. It was in 1977. I'm driving one day with my manager from Memphis up to Louisville, Kentucky for a show that night. 
and something, I don't know, an Elvis song came on the radio and I told my manager, his name was Mickey Poole. I said, Mickey, you know what would be so cool? I said, if we could hook up with Elvis Presley and, and at this time, Elvis was doing all this, some martial arts stuff and karate and jujitsu and everything. And it was getting publicized. And I said, we need to hook up with Elvis some kind of way and put on a match at the Mid-South Coliseum <laughs> between he and I, and he could do the, you know, he could do the martial arts and I'll do the wrestling. And I said, that would, we would sell that place out with that. And out of the blue, my, my manager says, well, you know what? I'll ask my brother to get, uh, ask my brother to talk to Elvis about it. I said, what do you mean to ask your brother? And he said, my brother is the president and has been for the last 15 years of the Elvis Presley International Fan Club. <laughs> he said he hangs out at Graceland and knows, knows everybody out there. So I didn't even believe him. I thought, yeah, right. So anyway, the next day he calls me up and he says, hey, uh, I talked to Vernon Presley and he says he thinks it's a great idea and he's going to talk to Elvis and he's going to give you a call about it. And still I said, right. So the next day after that, I leave home. I go, I go to Evansville, Indiana. I was married at the time. I get home that night, late that night. And my wife said, a guy called you this afternoon. He said he was Vernon Presley. I said, what? Really? He said, yes. He said, he'll call back tomorrow. I told him you were out of town. So then the next day, same thing happens. I waited around, waited around. Then I had to go to Louisville that night. I go, I leave. This is before cell phones, right? So <laughs> exactly. I get home late that night. My wife says, Hey, that Vernon Presley guy called again. I said, Dang. And she said, I told him to call early in the morning and he said he would so that you would be here. So the next day, sure enough, my phone rings, Vernon Presley, Elvis's dad. And he said, Jerry, uh, uh Mickey Poole's brother. I mean, uh, my, my manager says, um, brother was named Brian. He said, Brian, talk to us about your idea. And, uh, I ran it by Elvis and he loves it. He thinks it'll be a hoot. And as uh, he said, I'll tell you what, Elvis is right now getting in shape. He said, and then he said, I'll be honest with you, he's not in too good a shape right now, but he's, <laughs> he's fixing to start working out because he's got this upcoming tour. And uh, he said, as soon as he gets off this tour, we'll get back in touch with you and we'll set this thing up for the Coliseum. I said, that, that'll be awesome. And then, of course, just like a few weeks later, he passed away before yeah. he ever even did the tour. Dang. Oh. Hey, King, got a quick question. It's Sizen here. Um, I was wondering, do you think it's a different time and age now? Do you think you would have got into the UFC? It, you think if you had come along question, a little bit longer uh, later and stuff? Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I mean, the, the funny thing with that is, like I said, I made more money with my mouth. I could have probably talked to a good game in the UFC, but when it came down to getting into it, Getting into the uh, octagon there, I would have got my ass beat badly. So I, I would have never, I would have never put that on my agenda. I got another one, Kings. I'm scrolling through your Instagram. You have met some of them. It looks like almost you were meeting some wax figures. But a lot of people that you've met are incredible celebrities. You got to give us one of the absolute coolest celebrities you've ever met through this history of your career. Oh my gosh, you're right. I have met so many. Uh, wow. I've maybe um, I had Mickey Mantle. I met Mickey Mantle and had Dang. him on my show wow. back in Memphis in the eighties. He was, he was a really cool guy. He had some funny, great stories about, he, he would love to tell stories about things that he did when he was under the influence of alcohol. Right. Perfect. <laughs> he, he was, he was a great guy. Then another guy was, was awesome. Uh, Muhammad Ali. He was a great guy. He was, he was a really neat person to meet. Um, I'll never forget. I had him on my show and as he left, he said, 
Jerry, I love your show and I like your style, but your pay is so cheap. Don't call me for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the king. So you've been in wrestling. I mean, decade after decade after decade. When you leave your legacy, would you rather be known as the king, the wrestler or the king, the announcer? Oh, without a doubt, the king, the wrestler. Yeah, I, I, you know what, I, I never really, I, I didn't even think about ever being a commentator at all. It just got thrown upon me when Macho Man Randy Savage left during the Monday Night Wars, and uh, he was doing the commentating, and all of a sudden he left unannounced, showed up in WCW, and Vince McMahon that night, uh, he was looking around, he said, King, would you mind doing the commentary with me tonight, and next week I'll get somebody to have somebody do it on a regular basis, but will you help me out and do it with me tonight? And uh, that turned into a 25-year straight, 25-year weekly uh, run. But uh, I, I didn't. I got into business to be a wrestler, and that's what my main love was. The commentating, you guys probably know this. It's a lot harder than people think. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you know, you go out on you go out on a on a Monday Night Raw, and you do a match, and it might last you know eight, ten minutes at the most, and you're done. But when you're commentating, you're out there every minute of the entire three hours, and it's it's a lot of pressure. King, tell me this. I see you with uh, you're mainly, I guess, a Cleveland guy. Who's your absolute favorite sports team, and, and then obviously what sport they are? Grizzlies, come on. <laughs> no, without a doubt, my absolute favorite sports team is the Cleveland Browns. It's followed, by close, followed closely by the Cleveland Indians. As a kid, when I was seven years old, we moved from uh, my hometown of Memphis my family, my dad got transferred with his work, and we moved up to Cleveland, a little town right outside of Cleveland, and we stayed up there for eight years. So I was there from the time I was seven to like, I don't know, 15 or so, and I, that's, that was my formative years, and that's, you know, right, I was up there during the time that the Jim Brown was playing for the Cleveland Browns, and it was, it was a big deal, Rocky Calavito for the Indians, and so I became a, I became a huge Cleveland sports fan. Then when we moved back to Memphis, Memphis still had no professional sports teams. The, the Grizzlies weren't even in existence then. And so uh, I just stayed a Cleveland fan. Everybody in Memphis was for like Atlanta or for St. Louis, close to cities. But I just stayed a Cleveland fan. And, and finally now, after 19 years, oh, my gosh, the Browns got Baker Mayfield and we got Odell Beckham and we got Jarvis Landry and yep. we got uh, uh, Nick Chubb. I, we, we, we finally got a team that I can be – I can watch and be so proud of it. So great. <laughs> and when they win the Super Bowl, you'll be on the sideline because they cannot, they have to give sideline passes to the King. But let's talk about, I mean, you go from wrestling to announcing, and now you're a TV icon uh, with your own TV show on A&E. Tell us all about the new show, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures, that we can check out. Yeah, it, it is an awesome show. You got you really got to check it out. It's on Sunday night, uh, followed by, it's following the uh, A&E biographies, which right now are all about uh, uh, WWE superstars. Uh, two weeks ago was Stone Cold Steve Austin. This past week was Rowdy Roddy Piper. Those those biographies are great. They're awesome. And then right after that comes, like you said, WWE's searching for the most wanted treasures. And uh, my episode involves two things. It involves the the cape and robe and crown that I was wearing when I did my WWE debut. I showed up. After being, you know, I I became the king of wrestling back in 1974, and I didn't show up until WWE until 1993. And when I showed up, they were just having, it just finished a King of the Ring tournament, which Bret the Hitman Hart won. And so they were having this big coronation. They were crowning him the king, and that, of course, 
made me hot. So uh, it was my first night there, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm the real king. I've been a king since for years, and this guy's a phony king. So I went up, and uh, I had my blue king robe on, my blue crown, and I just interrupted his coronation. I took Bret Hart's crown, and I stomped on it, smashed it, <laughs> took the throne, hit him over the head with it. And so that's, uh, that's what we're looking for, my debut outfit. And then the other thing they're looking for is Andy Kaufman's neck brace. You guys got to remember Andy Kaufman, Oh, right? yours. Well, that's the neck brace after I dropped him on his head a couple of times in the Mid-South Coliseum in the match, the first match he ever had with a band. Uh, I gave him a couple of moves called pile drivers, and uh, he spent three days in the hospital. And from that point on, he wore a neck brace for about six months, <laughs> even, even when I slapped him on the David Letterman show six months later. So we're looking for Andy Kaufman's original neck brace that he wore after I gave him the pile drivers and my, my WWE debut crown and robe. Hey, your uh, barbecue spot, Jerry Lawler Barbecue in Memphis. Um, are you back there? Are you flipping the ribs and stuff like that, or do you just do the business <laughs> standpoint? No, the only thing I do with the ribs there is eat them. <laughs> <They're awesome. laughs> All right, Jerry. All right, the king. We're getting the wrap-up signal. We could talk to you for hours. We really do appreciate your time, and uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, the king. king. Thank you guys so much. All right, see you, king. That was really the king. Dang, boys. That was him. That was him. Guys, I think our questioning was great. Uh, we were just like a firing squad on those questions. Well, Coach, there's not a lot of time to talk to these people. Well. We're getting the wrap-up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got the wrap-up like after like three minutes. Coach, that's just the biz. It I, is I thought the you've biz. been in the biz. Yeah, Dude, but- back in the day, back in the day when Taylor Swift was in country music, I would be with Bones, and he would say, hi, Taylor, and the person like this would be like this. At CMA, they'd give it a little circle finger, which means yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. When he literally said hi to Taylor Swift. Well, yeah. I, I guess I, I just was. Ex- I, I I don't want to. I don't want to say anything, but I wanted Scuba it to was, be Scuba was nice to enough four. to book him for us, and on the calendar it says one to one thirty. So I thought we had a long time with him. So what have we learned through the guys? This is a learning experience through this interview and also the real world's kid. Uh, Mark Long, which was yes. incredible, and he is coming back on in a couple weeks. Get we ready. have learned they wrap up, so we need to be quick, concise, and great with our questions. If you're asking a crappy question, there's no time for it. But so. I thought we, we asked some pretty good questions. I thought we were pretty good. Coach, I, we were great. I thought the Elvis <laughs> question was great. I thought that was a great question. We were fantastic, Coach. <sighs> Man. But he didn't meet, though, Elvis. No, he died right before he was going to fight with him, Coach. That was a dark ending. It was. And I mean, he said Memphis, and he's talking about 70s. I'm thinking, holy crap, this dude met Elvis. No, he didn't. I didn't even get time to talk to him about John Morant. You didn't, Coach, but you did ask him about his barbecue joint, so that's good. I wanted to plug it in there, boys. That was smart. And, I mean, I wanted to ask him, like, if he was friends with, like, any of the wrestlers, if they really hated each other. Did you know Honky Tonk Man was his cousin? I did not know that. Yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Uh, did you know my bachelor party was going to be in Tunica and we were going to go up to Memphis the next day? We We're, were going to eat at Jerry Lawler's barbecue that really? day, but COVID canceled it. We went to Vegas and said the rest is history. Yeah, Eddie, you remember when we went to Vegas? No, I remember when you all went, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't oh go. It's funny you mentioned that, Coach. I was at a party this weekend and we talked about Tunica. And I said, oh, yeah, I had a buddy of mine that was going to have his, his uh, bachelor party oh, there. And they were like. You know, a topic of conversation and, and, and parties. They, I mean, it was like the record stopped. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're like, bachelor party in Tunica? <laughs> yeah, I know. And I told them it didn't happen in Tunica. Oh, they're like, thank God. That's a terrible idea. Coach, coach you got to say stuff at parties that continues the conversation. <laughs> doesn't bring it to a screeching Coach, I, I had two beers in my hand. I'm like, yeah, man, I had a buddy of mine that was going to do a bachelor party in Tunica. They're like, what did you just say? <laughs> you hear <laughs> Everybody dropping their beers. Like. The record skip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ray's genius Tunica? plan was we were going to go to Tunica. All right. Then we were going to take a bus to Memphis. Uh-huh. Do then take eat, a, eat at the barbecue place. Yeah, and then take a bus back to Tunica. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, dude. That's already 12 hours of driving. Just hey, to- it would have been pretty bad. I thought, I really did, logistically, that it would have been easy for everybody. We could have got I believe Bones was maybe going to do a I mean, little bus. We were going to go, Coach. But... Guys, there just wasn't enough entertainment, and then COVID also hit. I don't think we would have been entertained in Tunica. You go I to the horseshoe, so lunch does his craps a couple times. I think we'd have been bored out of our minds. Vegas has Yeah, we're losing. Hey, we're losing at one casino. Let's see. Uh, can we go to another casino? No, no, that's no it. casinos. All right. Uh, so I'm, we'll just go over to this side of the casino. I'm pretty sure they have the Nugget. I've looked it up before. Never gone, but me and Bale always research it. They have a place called the Nugget, the Horseshoe, and that's a wrap. Other than that, it might be maybe a riverboat something. There ain't no more casinos. So you couldn't have shot the guns and done the bulldozer thing in Tunica. No, Adrenaline Mountain, you couldn't have done that in um, Tunica. Yeah. If you're ever going to Vegas, you want to shoot guns, smash cars, go on an ATV tour, which was badass. What else did you guys do? Did you do the slippery bar? The slippery uh, pull-up bar? No, we did do that. That that was just on the strip. Okay, okay. So it was all rubbed up like a wet pig, Coach, and you had to hold on to it for a minute? Was that it? Or a minute and a half? Maybe two. Two minutes. Okay. Two two minutes minutes and you you went 100? And Sore Loser's Lock said he was so confident he could do it, he maybe did 30. What's his name, Coach? Uh, Sore Loser's Lock. Do you all know his name? I don't. I do. I just thought of it. I, I forgot it. I, I learned it at the bachelor party, and I have totally forgot because I how's think— How's it going? Do I call you locks or sore? You just called him locks, right? I did call him locks Hey, sore, how's it going? But man? I don't think he listens anymore. He doesn't tweet. I think he's angry at us and making he's, fun of the pull-ups. Ray, so did, you, did you mess up the friendship? No, no, no. He loves us, but I believe he's a day or two behind— a lot of these people, their life oh. doesn't revolve around our damn podcast, let's uh, be honest. I and know. I think he got a promotion at work, so he's uh. a little bit more busy. And we stopped doing locks, so uh, he doesn't have to be as involved. But he catches up. I believe he's about four days behind. Typically. Okay. Yeah. 
Good. Right. And I mean, he might have got a chick. Maybe he's got a new apartment. There was also crazy. No, no. Stuff. I saw his story on on Twitter. He said that a chick that he's been dating off, off and on for years, she lost her. She wanted to move to some foreign country, and she just lost her job. And he was talking to him, and she. He said, "Well, at least you don't have to quit your job for it." <laughs> and he was like, "I don't think that was the answer she was looking no, for." No, it wasn't locked. What was she looking for, Eddie? I mean, something better than that. No, she was looking for. I don't want you to leave. That's what she was looking for. She wasn't looking for you to rub it in her face that she lost her job. She was looking for you to say, hey, you know what? I still think there's a chance we're going to make it, and I don't want you to leave. Instead, he says, well, at least you don't have to quit your job to move. That's where you come back and go, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what you wanted me to say. That's how I usually get out of it. Listen, Locks kills it. When he came to Nashville, I took him out midtown, but he stayed at Holiday Inn Express. It was brand new at the time. And he told me the night before on Broadway, I mean, he was out all night with these two chicks. I mean, you come to Broadway, it, you're going to kill it, but he had the time of his life. I picked him up. He was hung over his balls. I was like, when did you stop drinking? An hour ago, he was drinking wine with these girls. He loved it here. Locks is a ladies' man. He's a great guy. When you guys met, Coach, there, uh, in, I mean, you guys have been friends for what, years? Yeah. You all went to high school together or something? No, just through the show. And then, and then he came to Nashville, d- DM'd you. Well, we had already been talking. Oh, okay. We'd been doing, you know. I and mean, did he come by himself to Nashville for work, or was he just coming to hang out with you for the trip? Oh, no, no. He wasn't coming to hang out with me. I think he was here for – I think he just came to visit. That's go- gutsy. Okay. Yeah. No, he now- came to visit because he go- – I think he said, hey, do you think I could meet up with people? And I go, dude, it's a tourist city. You'll make friends the first night. Yeah. And I go, and he goes, hey, would you want to maybe just do lunch or something? I was like, dude, absolutely. I'll take you to Midtown for a beer. And you didn't do the Michael treatment and offer him your couch? <laughs> No, because his chick's here. His wife's here. Oh. In Vegas, say hey, no one's there. Yeah, hey, yeah, what yeah, happens in Vegas, Vegas stays in Vegas. I really don't even think he was planning to hang out with me. He just said, hey, dude, I know your schedule's wacky. Would Maybe we meet up for a drink. And when I met up with him, guys, he was he couldn't even hold his head up. He I got to say, I'll beer. give him props for traveling by yourself. I've done it. Yeah, you did it because you were in a fight. I was not in a fight. Yes, you were in a fight. Nope. With your, yeah, you were in a fight with your wife and you drove to Nashville. Nope. I, it was it was before the big fight. I, I just felt like I needed to go escape, and so I got I rented a car, <laughs> I rented a car, and I drove to Nashville. Oh my gosh! Didn't know a single person. Where were you trying to escape to, Coach? Almost. I'm hey, gonna hey, escape. I'm hey. getting on the interstate and going to Nashville. Life was hard. He felt like he had to escape to the Music City. <laughs> Life was hard. So I went. Almost got my ass kicked in at Arkansas, and then I went to the crazy dude. I, I came to Nashville. I drove up. 40, whatever this is, yep. 40, and I look at the skyline, and I'm like, well, where would there be a bar? <laughs> I'm assuming there where all those buildings are. So I go, and I go down, I exit Church Street. <laughs> Coming oh, from- Church Street? <laughs> Coach, we know that street. <laughs> Church Street? <laughs> Wait, what am I hitting? What am I hitting? Eric Church. Oh, crap. Come on. Hey, hold on. So the first hold exit. Hey, what, what street did you see? Church hold Street. On. Hold on, hold on. What street did you see? Well, I'm driving from Arkansas down I-40, right? And I see the skyline, and I'm thinking all the bars have to be there where all the buildings are. So I exit on... Yeah, so the church... Church! The street you were about to turn on is called... Yes, I love good cold beer. Church Street. <laughs> there we go. So I go down to, I mean, literally one exit away from Broadway. <laughs> literally. If I would have gone one more exit, I would have been in the Mecca. <laughs> oh, but you didn't of, find Broadway? No, no, no. So I go down Church Street, and I'm like, 
place is kind of dull. Like, there's not oh, a lot going God. on in this oh, downtown area. This story just keeps getting better. So I get there. Or worse. And I reached the Hooters on church. <laughs> yeah, and church second, and second, I believe. Where the, where the bomb oh, Hooters, was. Hooters. Hit the, hit the Luke Combs clip. <laughs> What one is that? The, 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 the girl of the Hooters parking lot. Yeah, the, okay. my mother, ex mother in law, whatever. So so I'm like, I see a Hooters. I'm kind of hungry. I'll grab a beer and I'll grab some wings or whatever. So I sit at the bar and there's this one dude. There's one dude starts talking to me, like, what's up, man? You from here? I'm like, like now, man, I just drove in, just visiting, whatever. Like, you come by yourself? Yeah, dude. Well, badass. I'm hanging out by myself, too. I live here, but let's go out. I'm like, cool. Awesome. So we finished, we're drinking our beers. Then a third guy comes up. And he's just like, did you meet any chicks, coach? Or coach just dudes? It, it was just three dudes at Hooters. Okay. And so the third guy yeah, there's comes not many up. chicks eating by themselves at Hooters. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> FYI, well, Hooters was probably a bad choice. And the third dude, he's like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, hey, what's up, man? Just moved in town. Oh, sweet. You just moved in town? Yeah, how about you guys? I told him, now, man, I just drove into town. Oh, that's cool. And the other guy's <laughs> like, yeah, I've lived here for like three years. Cool, man. The guy that just moved into town, I just saw him yesterday at my kids' baseball game. Like, it's crazy. And you still knew who he was? Of course. Stop. We, we Stop. still see each Stop. other today. Stop. Stop. How many years ago was this? Uh, ten. So it was before we moved here. Yes, ten years ago. And you still recognized him? Coach, I saw him uh, a year after we moved here. And I said, dude, you're not going to remember this, but I'm the guy who he's like, what are you talking about? How do I remember this? Of course. We hung out that night. Absolutely. I'm like, dude, that is Dude, it nuts. was a night he never forgot either. But we all didn't forget because the story of like, like you just said, you came out, you came out here by yourself. Well, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I just moved here. Like, we there was so so many different conversations amongst us three that is so cool, dude. And that's what I'm talking about. Going to a city. So do you still hang out with him? Do you ever meet up? No, he's a dad. He's got twins. You know, he's got married. We exactly. So you have kids the same age if they're at the baseball game. Uh, we don't really hang out. I, I don't know why. I mean, he seems like a cool dude. But every time I see he him, he was like, cool enough for you at Hooters. But now he's not cool enough that you live here, Coach. I don't really have a lot of friends. Like you, my day's jam packed. I know. I, I we went over this the other day. I know. How guys we gotta quit saying how jam packed our schedules are. Everybody's are. Hey, I know, Coach. But he hey. wants me to freaking be friends hey. with everyone. I'm like, I don't have time. Hey, you hey. don't have a beer with a dad at 5 p.m. <laughs> like, we can't ju- do we that. just went over this the other day about how guys don't ask for the guys. How many number. times do you you and I get to hang out? Not very often. Not very often. I know. I'm just saying we don't ask the other guy for the number. But isn't that crazy? I met that dude that on is a crazy. whim. But if you can remember your dad or a parent's dad back in the day drinking a beer with a guy at 5 p.m., then you, those people probably had pretty great lives. Because now we're like this rat race. It's crazy. We have no time for anything. Either our parents or the parents' neighbors had pretty easy jobs if you think about it. Coach. Who can actually go outside and have a beer at 5 and just be la- relaxed and relaxed yeah. at a 2 p.m. And on a Tuesday? I Coach. mean, seriously. I was literally, this is like three or four days ago, showing my kids my hometown of McAllen, Texas on Google Maps. And they're like, yeah, there's my old house. Uh, And then we went down the street and we're like, look, there's Applebee's. That's where my dad hung out. Like at five o'clock, happy hour with all his friends. Almost every day. If I needed anything from my dad, my mom would go like, I'm sure he's at Applebee's. Go, go hit him up. (laughs) (laughs) And now that you say that, I'm like, dang. He did nothing all day. Every 5 o'clock, he was at Applebee's drinking with his buddy. Well, That's funny. I think about a couple of our neighbors. They would always be outside. and They were having a beer. We were 
we lived in the countries you were farther apart, but it's always like, man, they're having a beer. I wonder why my dad never does. Well, my dad worked harder and got home later, but damn, those guys that got to have a beer at 5 Chilling, p.m., dude. they must have the easiest jobs ever. Easiest jobs in the world. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because never, when I get done with this, do I just want to go have a beer and talk to another person? I really just want to go sit on a couch. <laughs> do nothing. Yeah, I, I could tell you how many times my dad or mom went to happy hour when I was a kid. Let me let me hold on. Every That's Every day? Uh, zero. I don't remember a well, single that turn, took time. A turn for the sad. No, coach. Those were the good parents. <laughs> those were the parents that were like there for us. Yeah, like, coach. His were parents involved. were there for him. Like, they were like in our lives and stuff. Like they I'm didn't just... waiting for my dad to come home. My, my mom's like, don't wait for him. Just go to Applebee's. He's and, and he's like out there with two baseball mitts, like ready to play catch. Instead, he's just throwing it in the air, catching it to himself. All right, well, maybe. We'll hey, go. but when I turned 21, though, like drinking with my dad at Applebee's was fun. And all his buddies. You started going to Applebee's. Oh, I would go and like meet up with him after like college classes or whatever. I'm like, all right, Dad, let's have a beer. Dude, I love your dad. But he's crazy. I know you said you missed Broadway. I don't want you to so feel bad you, wait, about wait. that. Adam, we eventually know, made it to Broadway later that That's night. That's what I was going to say. Tell me the that guy you guys didn't sit at Hooters and then go out, <laughs> and none of them knew about Broadway. So all three of you combined effort didn't make it to Broadway. The guy that had lived here for like three years or whatever, he's like, no, 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 we got to go to Broadway. That's what we're doing. So he took us to Broadway. He buy all night? Nah, nah. I got to say. So did the escape work? Did it feel like you escaped? I mean, it was all, I needed it. And then you drove home? And, th- and then I drove back to Arkansas, stayed at Bobby's. Um, he had like a little lake house there at the time, like a lake condo. Stayed there for a night, enjoyed the day, and then I drove home. My, my family was in Dallas at that time, so I just drove back to Dallas. That seems like... It, the, it was beautiful, man. It was, the, the drive here might have been beautiful. The drive home probably was terrible. No, it was all good. It was all great. Like, I loved it. It, yeah. was, just, it was just, you know, when you have a family, like... Three days of just nothing, you, anything you want to do is pretty amazing. I've never really traveled solo. So I, that's why I say when Locks came here solo, that's – I, I wish – You got to do it. I wish Have when you I was done young, it, Ray? I went to Miami. Billy was – when we first moved here in 2014, I was supposed to meet Billy in Miami. We are going to party for a week. Something happened with his job work-wise. I went to Miami, and I was there solo for a whole week. <laughs> that's crazy. I, before I was married. Um, of, co- and of course. I, yeah, met, yeah. I went on like 10 dates met like 20 chicks. I was at the beach every day skimboarding. I uh, drank the whole week. I've never made so many friends in my life. No, the one weird weird trip I had to go on is when we first moved here. No, it's not about having to go no, on. No, no, no. Okay. Just let me explain. Okay. Let me explain. It was something through the company. Is this Talladega? No, no, no. This is not Talladega. Was this it was, sponsored, Coach? I had to fly to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And go- this is oh, is this for the concerts? Coach, yes. this is great. This is great. <laughs> coach, this is great. I know how these end. Never good. This is not good at all. It's, it's hilarious, not- though. Okay. Hey, did you go to Pittsburgh, too? Oh, I went to Pittsburgh, too. Okay. Dude, it's the best story. So, everybody just sit back and relax and enjoy I mean, this hey, one. Hey, give me a beer, right? And I-, I-, I really wish I could remember who the concert was. I know. I believe it was Zach Brown Band. Aldine. No, Aldine and Miranda Lambert were in Pittsburgh. Okay, Atlanta? They were at... Maybe, maybe it was Zach Brown. It may have been Lee Bryce. Oh. I'm but I know them that- girls so- here. <laughs> A, hey, that was before that hit, Coach. Uh, a, it was my birthday. It was my birthday weekend, and the company was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> the story! You can end it there. It's already hilarious." Hey, where's coach. the gun sound, Coach? Hey, for his birthday weekend, he's forced to fly to Atlanta by himself. He's forced. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Hold on. I'm like, they're like, "Hey, this is a big deal. We really need you. You're, you're gonna, you know, hang out with some listeners in Atlanta, and then they're gonna fly to Pittsburgh, and you're gonna meet those listeners in Pittsburgh. The and same, hang out the with same them. listeners. Yes. Oh boy." And I was like, okay, great, fine. I'll do it, whatever. So I show up to Atlanta. No listeners. 
<laughs> it's, it's just me. I couldn't bring anybody, so it was just uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. So oh, you do? my gosh. So I, I, I call my cousin who lives in Atlanta. Who <laughs> I like anyone in the you area. you have nothing to do there because there's no listeners. I have nothing the Braves, to do. Braves playing or anything? No. Okay. No, because I'm not anywhere. I'm not anywhere near where the. I'm out in the middle of nowhere too. I don't know where. And so my cousin <laughs> and his scared. they dropped him off in Macon, Georgia. Where the hell were you? My cousin <laughs> and his wife come, and they watch the show. Cool. Next day, I got to fly to Pittsburgh, and I'm in Pittsburgh all day by myself. Where are the listeners? Oh, no listeners. Oh, no listeners. But that was the reason you went there. Uh, exactly. Huh, okay. So then, no, it even gets worse. So I go around <laughs> Pittsburgh. I eat lunch at some sandwich shop. Well, are you famous. still by yourself? I'll oh, buy myself. <laughs> uh, one one sandwich, please. <laughs> oh, so, That's so sad. Oh, oh it gets, it, it's about to get worse, guys. Oh my god! It's about, it, it's my Can I get you a table? How many? It's, it's just one. It's my it's actual. This is actual my birthday. Oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> it's July twenty fifth, and I want to say it's two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen when I'm there. And Miranda Lambert, Jason Aldean concert at the Pirate Stadium. I'm okay. Let's do it. All right. So I go, it's concert time. So I walk across the river on dun, dun, Roberto dun, dun, Clemente dun, dun. Bridge. Get walk the up to the come on. <laughs> I walk up to the singing. Walk up to the ticket window. <laughs> slide of my ID. Oh crap. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, this is Aldean, right? Yeah, Aldean. Okay, I want to get to the right. Hey, coach. So he's at the window. I can't right? do them both. Coach. Yeah, I'm at the window and they're they're looking for my name. <laughs> coach, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, we don't have anything under that name. Huh. Could it be under another name? Yeah, can you check Lunchbox? Can you check Lunchbox? Uh, can you check Lunchbox for me, please? Hey, Eddie, oh, oh, check sorry. Lunchbox. I think I messed my computer up. Check Lunchbox. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, nothing no. under that name either. Hey, uh, how do you spell that? L-U-N-C-H-B-O-X. Uh, no, I no, don't see a no. lunchbox. Okay. Um, can you check Bobby Bones show? Okay, hold on. No, I don't see anything under there. Okay, all right. Uh, do, do, you have a, do you have a real name? Yeah, I gave you my real name already. You checked that. What was that, Jason Gibbles? Yep. Check again. Nope, I have a Nico Jackson. Though. No, I didn't have Nico okay. Jackson. And so... That's not terrible. They said... Sorry, we don't have any tickets under that name. So I call the guy from the company. Guess what? Sometimes I wonder <laughs> hey, this is what he hears while he's starting the box. I mean, concert's going. Concert's going. He's outside by himself, dude. <laughs> so, I called the guy from the company. Guess what? Why, coach? No answer. <laughs> what guy from the company? Not going to name names. Uh. <laughs> Hey, but that music sounds good, though, huh? Coming He's inside. all outside so the stadium. I call him a third time. I oh. got more. No answer. And I'm pissed. Now, at this point, I am pissed. Oh, yeah. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going the back to the hotel. still going on? It hadn't started yet. It hadn't started yet. Okay? So I'm like, F this. I'm going back to my hotel. I'm well, done. Coach. And as I'm walking back, remember afternoon girl? Oh, that's what he hears as he's walking off? Uh, as I'm walking, He's like, God, I love that song. As I'm walking back to the hotel, our afternoon girl 
<laughs> Amy Page, her husband's coach, walking. Amy Brown, coach, come on. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And you're on the bridge, though, by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's so walking. Sometimes with- I wonder why. Hey, it's kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's walking, and I'm like, and he's like, hey, you going to the show? And I was like, well, I was supposed to be, but there's no ticket. <laughs> and I tell him, and he goes, huh, why'd you pick this concert to come to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't pick it. You hey, guys told so me that I had to be here. And it's my birthday, by the way. So he's like, oh, let me call and get you some tickets. I was like, no, no, it's just me. Like, he was like, but why? Did- he said get you some tickets. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it's just me. And he goes, and he literally said, he goes. And he's like, just you? He goes, so you flew to Pittsburgh without tickets? <laughs> and I said, dude, this was a promotion you guys put on with our, like, we were supposed he's like, to. us? He goes, he goes. No, I don't know why you'd pick this show. And then he goes, oh, then. Hey, and then where was the the, the company man? He never answered his phone? Never answered the phone. Oh, my gosh. So then, no, no, it gets better. It gets better. All right, are you walking on the bridge? No, no, we're back. Now we're in the state. Like, he gets me. You can hear hear it across the Allegheny River. (laughs) He gets me a ticket, right? One ticket because you just need one. One ticket, you know? And then he's like, oh, here, like, we're watching, we're talking, you know what I mean? We're watching Miranda. Watching oh, Miranda. Miranda's playing, okay. The house yeah. that built me. Watching Miranda, and he's like, oh, man, if I'd have known, I would have let you get on that private jet on the way back, dude. But we, we gave that seat away. Oh, like, my. <laughs> and it's your birthday. It's my birthday. So I'm going to have to sit in Pittsburgh until the next day. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he's like, I'll be right. We're watching Miranda. And he goes, I'm going to go get something to drink. I'll be right back. They ghosted you? <laughs> Still waiting for him to return. <laughs> it was on his birthday. This is on my birthday. It was the most awful trip. How ever. was the show? Was it good? It was pretty good. <laughs> but I was like, you didn't meet any people though. No. Like, why don't you talk to people around you? At a concert, you don't talk. The sure music's you do. blaring. You don't. You, After a song, you're like, "Yeah, I love this song," and they're like, "Yeah." No, I was, I was in a. Bad Where are you mood. from, man? I was in a bad mood. Oh. I was like, it's my effing birthday, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, I was just like, this is terrible. The best yeah, line yeah. of it all is when he goes, why would you fly to Pittsburgh by yourself? He's like, why'd you yeah. pick this show? Yeah, he you goes, why'd you pick this on. show? I will never forget that line the rest of my life. Why'd you pick this show? Okay. Hey. <laughs> and if it's- Wait a second. You flew here by yourself no. on your birthday? No, why'd you pick this show? <laughs> Let me make it a little worse for you. It's your birthday? Man, we could have flown you back private. <laughs> yeah, we could have. But nah, we just gave that seat gave away. Seat. <laughs> like, like, why we even tell you? Yeah, like, why? Just say, why? don't even mention that crap. Like, oh, my God. It would have been uh, you and Randa, dude. And happy birthday to me. Yay. Good God. What a, ter- what a terrible hey, trip. There's like a couple next to him. The guy and the chick are sucking face. There's lunch. Excuse me. Can you not do that here? <laughs> you guys mind? It's my birthday and you're rubbing it in my face. I wish I had someone to be sucking face with. Yeah. Why'd you choose this show? <laughs> you flew here by yourself? Pittsburgh? It was your promotion! Uh, it, it Ours? Was yeah. Oh, it, not it was, one person knew he was supposed to be there. Not a single Did you ever soul. talk to the boss and ask him what happened? <laughs> he said, oh, thank you so much. That was great. What was great? <laughs> What'd you do? Yeah, exactly. What was great? There weren't even damn tickets. Not even tickets. You remember that time we went to uh, <laughs> He's at the gate. to the festival in there, Austin? Yeah, yeah, but 
God, it was so embarrassing. Remember that time we went to the festival in Austin? And they said, "Lunchbox, Eddie, we need you to go uh, have breakfast with these." Uh, oh God, winners! Oh God, oh, just drink a thing of water. Do not make me spit it out <laughs> oh, on the board. Right, 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 right. These guys what want soundtrack. It. Can I have for this? Uh, it, it, let's do a Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw or the yeah. piano. Sad reflective. Sure, we can do that too. Oh man, dude. So, so, so it's a br- it's a brunch, guys. Brunch. It's a Zetejas. We need you West there six. at uh, ten thirty eleven. I think it was 10. 10, 10 a.m., all right? All right. Oh, my God. Uh, these these people, they joined a, a contest, and they won. There's about four or five. You're just going to go. You're going to have breakfast with them and chat chat them up. And Sounds fun. Be their friend. Yeah. It may have been called Lunch with Lunchbox. So we show That's up. That's catchy. I would go do that. Or Breakfast with Box. One of the two. It was one of those. So we show up. Show up. Or Orange Juice with Gibbles. No, we show up. And we wait. And we wait. Would you guys like another mimosa? No, no, no. Sure. We're still sure. waiting. Oh. We're still waiting. <laughs> to get in. To get in because the people oh. aren't there yet. So finally we decide, ah, we're just going to go ahead and sit down. Hour and a half later, the people show up. And they're like. They sit them down with us. Sit them down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you guys were there an hour and a half without uh-huh. nobody there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then so the winners sit down too- with and, us. And the, the company man, the suit. The same one? The suit. No. Different okay. guy. <laughs> Different guy. <laughs> the same guy that sent you to Pittsburgh. The suit is texting with these people. And they're like, oh, they're on their way. They're on their way. They're on their way. They're um, on their way. They get there. They're like 60-something years old. <laughs> oh, hey, diehard listeners. <laughs> oh, good. Ray, good. I'm about to, I'm about to hit you they're, with the they're best old. line. I think one of them was like on, a, on an oxygen <laughs> ventilator. Oh, Ray, gosh. I'm about to hit you with the best line of the trip. <laughs> so they sit down. We introduce ourselves. And they're like, so why are we here? Who are you guys? <laughs> They didn't have any idea. They're like, no, we just entered something online. We don't even, we don't know what the Bio Bone Show is. <laughs> hey, breakfast with Bobby. Hey, and he's wearing a t-shirt that says Bobby Bone Show Monday through Friday, 5 to 10. So I waited an hour and damn half for you guys. Hey, you don't even know who we are. Hey, they literally, hold on, before they even ask who you guys are. They said, why they, are we here? They were eating, coach. They, they were ordering and just wondering who the F are these two dudes sitting here at our table. <laughs> why are we here? So not only did we wait for you, they, so we could have eaten and left and they wouldn't have known the difference because they didn't know who we were in the first place. Mm. Mm. Oh, Breakfast my. with Box. Are you guys fan of the bonehead? Well, I guess not, then, if you don't listen to Apparently, the these people just join contests. Yeah, they though. just sit there at home all day, and, and they hit an click. online contest, and they win flyaways all the, all the time. They and say it, they go to concerts all the time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For That's free. actually the amazing part of this story. I kind of like that. <laughs> and the guy's eating a well, sausage. So, anyways, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the mimosa here? Uh, so, yeah, you paid, we paid for their plane tickets, their food. We gave them, like, a $1,000 uh, gift card. You pass me the salt, please. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was terrible. And, and then and then they go, uh, yeah, they, so, so they do that, and they say the only bad part is, is that sometimes we have to do these breakfasts where we just see <laughs> stupid people. <laughs> oh, man, that was bad. That's so bad. The concerts are great, but sometimes they make us do these weird brunches where we see <laughs> Two random people. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's execution. Oh, man. Gosh, wow. nothing like it. No. Nothing like it. I don't know which one's worse. Wow, are we going to end every podcast on a low note? I think that's the new thing. <laughs> You've got to break out I mean, a sad story to I end hate it. to tell you, we could have ended this podcast after we had Jerry the King on, but nah, we just kept going. Nah. Oh, man, that's one of our funnier podcasts. I hate one hour and seven minutes. All right, we done? Yeah, happy Wednesday. Hey, guys. 
And make sure you click on those mock drafts so you know who's going to get drafted tomorrow. Okay, Woo! Coach, we know how much you hate those. God. Coach. All right. Are we done? Yeah, we're, man, we are done. Oh, All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, what a disaster. I forgot about those stories. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.